0: Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. In this fifth series, we're heading to Camp Pleasant, as we try to catch a murderer who just so happens to be a campmate in Killer Camp. Killer Camp, Episode 2. Bit of a preamble, as per usual. The first podcast we did for Killer Camp was long. (laughs) I was surprised but then towards the end of the edit I realised that we actually spent quite a lot of time discussing what we thought about the show in general which we'd often save, wouldn't we until the uh, we do a bonus episode at the end. To be fair though it was largely around the fact that we love the concept of the show but the execution is somewhere off where it needs to be. Not only that we also had the setup where you know we were first informed of who the campers were, the logic behind having Bruce the handyman as an assistant to the killer and generally how the episodes work what we know, now having watched this episode, it's fairly consistent, we get a challenge for cash, a challenge for clues, and a challenge for immunity. All with a bit of chat in between and a campfire story at the end where one person is eliminated. I was surprised that only one person wasn't eliminated. However, I have had a slight change of heart between watching these episodes and think that perhaps there will be more than just one or two in the finale. Otherwise it may be too easy to determine who the killer is at the end.
1: Yeah, I reckon then probably like a double a limb Yeah, on the last episode.
0: And like, I'm anticipating maybe having four or five in the final episode and they all vote against each other as to who they think the killer is. Yeah, a
1: good good four would make it good, I think.
0: Yeah, and then if, if one person's outed as the killer with a majority vote, then if the killer is still standing, say for example, they all vote Eleanor and then it turns out Eleanor's not the killer, then I'm imagining that the killer then wins the money. Or if they catch the killer, then those three or four people left will share seven grand or whatever they've accumulated, yeah. Yeah. whatever it may be. Could be completely wrong though. Have no idea what's going to happen. I found out a few bits of information through people tweeting us and messaging us. What? <laughs> who the killer is? About, <laughs> about which is which is Bruce? Yeah, Bruce. Bruce has been texting me. Who's who's been in his uh, DMS? <laughs> yeah. So, firstly, series two has been picked up now by ITV. When I first wrote my notes up, we weren't sure when this was due to be released, but it's actually very soon. And it'll it'll coincide with maybe episode two or three of the first series that we're releasing. But because they're doing it nightly, Monday to Friday, if we do season two, and we'll decide after this whether or not we want to do a season two, we're going to do it weekly. So we'll wait until early next year or something like that. I don't think we need to do it every
1: night. Will like it we get did. spoiled? Do you think it's someone to spoil it for us? Or as because I've said that, will someone now do it? <laughs> So, forget I ever said anything. That was my rewind voice.
0: That's good. Can you forget. do it again? Oh, no, we've gone too far back. Oh, no. Bit of preamble, as per usual. <laughs> sure. The first podcast we did was... <laughs> oh, shit.
1: No,
0: no so you know what I mean?
1: It's like a bit of a...
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Is it a risk? But it's probably one of those that if someone tells us, even if they told us now, if we waited till this time next year to do it... If someone told us now, I'd hunt them down. <laughs> but we'll forget. We'll forget, I'm sure. So, secondly, there's an important bit of information that I am told, or no, that I'm going to be told after watching the next episode. So my brief is, watch episode three, then go chat because they're going to tell me some important bit of a production error or something like that. Surely we'd have seen something we well, can't is, see. Is that the, is it maybe it's something that we would pick up on or talk about and they know what had happened because it was in the news at the time or, you know, on social media at the time or something like that. Someone actually died. <laughs> production era that they left it in the the, the death scene is a real death scene and there is one final point actually which i didn't have before this but i've only found out in the last few days someone on instagram got in touch and said they've watched the opening to episode three 20 times now all i've seen is like a black and white photo of rob i think in bed or something like that now, do you want to tell us what you texted me when I sent you that and said
1: <laughs> what, what you thought it would be? I'm speculating that he has a erection.
0: <laughs> so Rob's got a boner in the next episode, this that's, is what That's the production error yeah.
1: in the f- <laughs> His nuts have like fell out the side of his shorts or something. Hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> but then, but then, who is this person that's watching that twenty times? Uh, Friar. So it makes me think if you knew Lewis, that, I think it's if, Lewis, right? If Fryer. you knew if, if say that that was true, would you watch that twenty times? <laughs> I see. He said we, so I think he's probably watching it with someone else. So every new person that comes around his house. Have you seen episode three? This this guy's got a boner. The
0: person that's gonna tell us about the production era is uh, Michael Harmston. So he's so I've got I got two people telling me about episode three. I'm gonna watch it after we've
1: done this, like I'm going to watch it today because I'm really excited. Or it'd be even better if the production error is like a massive obvious foreshadow. Do you I mean? Like it blatantly tells you Ooh, who the killer is. like
0: there's a moment in there where you see that person's face on a particular board or something. You, you see Eleanor just like high-five Bruce as she's walked through there
1: <laughs> into the cabin or something.
0: <laughs> or she's getting text messages and it's got Bruce on the top of the
1: phone. With his like duct-taped face <laughs> on FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> Finally, like this episode, man, was it not the most insane thing? This is it because what I just said about um, what's his? I can't remember his name now. Rob. Rob. Because of the ending of this, yeah. this is why like I can literally come up with any sort of theory, and it could be plausible. Yeah, I, I, without a
0: doubt, you could say any. Yeah, you, without a doubt. Now we've seen that ending because for me it was it's following the same format. It's okay. The show seems to be. You know, going in the same sort of direction, and I didn't think it could, you know, shock me
1: or it was just so unexpected. Especially for, I don't know if we we'll get to this later, but we especially will. For we'll, ep- yeah, especially for episode two, from in my eyes, but we'll I'll get onto that later.
0: Yeah, let's can let's let's can draw a line under the Dick Rocket. <laughs> Never thought I'd have to say that. I hear we'll, you say that, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. On with the episode. We're a bit giggly this time around because it is just so crazy as to what we've just watched. We're reminded of what happened last time at the start of the episode, that we lost Fergal early on on the pedlo and Nuri at the end on the Segway. We see their faces scratched out on the board to show they've been eliminated. Campers are awoken to a bit of Axel F as Bobby screams down the tannoy at them.
1: eyes open while you still
0: have them. A- Eleanor has already stolen Nurry's pillow. I mean, she doesn't need it anymore, does she? No, and I think fair play. I yeah, fair play for that. Too right. I want two pillows.
1: Are you a two pillow person?
0: Yeah. All day. All day? All day. Even if it's not for the whole night and I wake up and one's on the floor, I'm going two pillows even, at the start even, of the night.
1: Like one pillow, lying on one pillow, you might as well be lying flat. <laughs> You've probably got some memory foam pillow or some sort. I mean. I've
0: got a fairly decent one, but yeah, I um, don't necessarily like it. I quite like the cheap ones. Oh. Two cheap ones is better than one good one, in my opinion, because it's two. <laughs> it's quantity over quality with pillows, mate.
1: Where do you stop, though? Where do you stop? There's just three. two. No. Okay. Never go three. No. Too many. So that's the sweet spot, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So we'll get into
0: it. All the focus initially is on Rob. It turns out it wasn't just us who thought he was suspicious in the last episode. As Sean says, she has one eye on Rob and one eye in the cache. I'm not sure how she's gonna be able to walk in a straight line if she's like, <laughs> eyes pointing in different directions.
1: I think we've said this before, but if you know you're going on a, a show, that mustache is very well-groomed.
0: Ah, oh, it's fantastic. He even mentions it later on, which we'll get to. He, he does comment himself actually early on, I'm the only one left in my group because all the geeks previously banded together and now Nuri and Fergal, he felt like most in with, mm-hmm. and now they've gone. My entire group is gone. All of, the, all of the geeks have gone. Oh, shit, you must be shitting it a bit. We're reminded early on of Worry? of Warren's gift of immunity to Carl, although Carl suspects him now since he thinks it's just so Warren can get closer to him, Sean and Sam. Holly also suspects Rob at the moment, so there's a lot of focus on, on Rob, um, but then Carl going with Warren. Anyway, they head to Camp Pleasant Meadow to play the first game, which is their cash challenge. They're all tied together, need to work together to untangle themselves in order to escape the swamp. Sean can't take part due to a cut leg from the last game, so she nominates Carl to play on her behalf, meaning if Carl gets through, it's double money, basically he's playing for her and
1: himself what did, What did you think about this this task? I thought it was quite a good game
0: yeah again i I thought it was good I, I thought it was really because good.
1: again, like obviously it's a winnable a winnable game, but as a killer, which we still don't know who it is. Yeah. You can easily take your time and mess it up actively, like s- screw around with the ropes. Yeah. The aim of this game is simple. Untangle yourselves from the ropes, escape the mud pit, and cross the finishing line.
0: So there's obviously three grand on offer, and the more of them escape the swamp, so they've all got a price tag. Each of them that escapes the swamp, they get, I don't know, a few, few hundred bucks for, for each person crossing the finish line. Before they start, Eleanor gets called out about the pillow, and Carl does a really... Like a really weird what? I feel like everyone thinks I'm the killer anyway, so I'm just gonna go with it. What? 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 (laughs) Which reminded me a lot of MC Grinder from People Just Do Nothing. He also seems to get really butt hurt when Sam calls him out. No, no way. Like Sam's going, oh, I think I think Cole might be the killer.
1: I reckon it's Cole. No, no way.
0: If I'm honest with you, Sam
1: pissed me off. I thought he was my boy. And I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah, he takes it really, like, t- it's like, it's a game show, mate. Like, this is... Well, this is what I was going to say. I can't
0: tell whether or not he's playing up to the camera, because he does like to speak a lot, doesn't he? Mm. Or he's just suspicious. I just, I think this episode, because I've watched it twice now, the second time to write it up and things, it just, the more I watched him, the more he really grated on me.
1: Mm.
0: Anyway, Sean stands on the side cheerleading. The rest of it is all in a bit of a mess. How bad was that cut on her leg? Well, do you think it was just a, you've got a puncture wound, so... We can't put your money the water. We can't water risk you in the water, yeah.
1: Because we've got no insurance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're all they're all tangled up while she's cheerleading, having to swim underwater to free themselves. Warren, in a cutaway, says that he couldn't tie his shoes until he was 10, so he had to use Velcros. Grow up, man. <laughs> Rob is completely still, doesn't really do a lot, doesn't go underwater at all, and that raises suspicious, suspicions within the group. I do have a theory... Or well, my I've short got, theory, because because what's my I I did write something down here. For me, he was given a short length of rope. He's like, I can't move. There's, there's nothing I can do.
1: I think that was done to him on purpose. Hundred percent. That's what I've got. I've got. They can manipulate other people's expectations by like he's not moving because he doesn't have to move people have to move around him and knowing what they know about the first few challenges
0: where people have started suspecting him mm-hmm. they I can think put him on production have done uh, that on position purpose. position
1: six yeah is the one they have to put him in without a doubt because there's no order they're in it was it it was no. like you're you're clipped aren't you basically tied yeah. a knot around their waist so as long as they know right position six is the one that you want people to start suspecting yeah then put rob in there because he stood there and he's looking, and it's not like he's not getting involved. It's like he doesn't need. He's to go even anywhere. saying,
0: "I can't move right now.
1: I yeah. can't. He couldn't go
0: anywhere. He people just needed to people to it. move exactly. around him." Yeah. So I think that was done on purpose. Same, same. Jack absolutely kills it in this task. Jacques. He's one of my favourites, mate. I, I, he puts in so much effort in everything he does. What about killing people? I don't think he does. I don't think he does kill people. It's him, Sam, and Carl that get up the hill first and make money for the team. Just behind them is Warren and Holly. But as they're halfway up the hill, Bobby blows the whistle, task ends, and Rob, Eleanor and Rosie don't make it out of the water. So they only make a grand between them. Now, it's a thousand dollars. I could have sworn when we watched episode one that it was a thousand pounds. But I've since been back, I've gone no, back to dollars. look and it was dollars. So yeah. when we were saying fifteen grand isn't a lot of money, it's only eleven thousand pounds.
1: Yeah. But is that just to do with the obviously where they are slash the camp? Aesthetic. Yes, it's the camp aesthetic. It's actually filmed in Lithuania. Okay. What's the Lithuanian currency? Is that actually fifteen Lithuanian dollars, which is literally like six pound? Yeah, that's they're just getting a bus ticket home. Yeah. So far, the
0: campmates have only made two thousand one hundred and fifty dollars out of a possible six thousand. So it's game on for the killer at the moment. Killer's nailing it. After the challenge, we see them break off into the groups, have their little chats. Eleanor's getting emotional because she's being thought of as the killer. I've got mixed emotions with, like, how I'm feeling right now because I don't know whether there's a point to keep defending myself because that's just going to make me look guilty. Like, I
1: really can't win. I wouldn't care. Uh, Their word against mine. Exactly. Like you said before, there's no voting, so it doesn't matter.
0: No, and later on at the end we see a coming soon. We'll talk about that later, but there's a there's a coming soon, and you see the voting change because they will get like whiteboards or something or chalkboards. Yeah, okay, so yeah, 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 you're right there, yeah. But we'll get to that. But at the moment, pff, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. unless it does. But we just don't know the current system. We get an update on the Carl and Shan situation, which, fuck me, it's worse than high
1: school. It's been less than 48 hours at this point, I mean.
0: Oh, Sean is hard to read. Sometimes I think I like her more. Some parts of the day I think she likes me more. Imagine being like that with your misses. Oh, it's 1pm, I think it's time for you to like me more. Oh, it's 8am, it's my turn. I, like. It's
1: if, really annoyed you, hasn't it?
0: it really, it, it was the second watch that annoyed me in particular a love story after 48 hours, and they're saying, oh, at some parts of the day, I think they like me less. Fuck off. At some stage, I think I like her more, and at some other times in the day, I think she might like me more. It's hard. Last week, you were absolutely right, and I've cut the audio in to last week's episode, where Fergal got blown up. It is, there is a pause, isn't there? It's blown to bits or something like that, but there's a gap. This yeah. week, mate, Shan's quote, when he asked her about her leg, and she said, It's only a little gash. And, you know, forgive me for laughing at that. But if Carl can act like a teenager in his relationships, then I can act childish when it comes to someone saying gash on TV. It's all right. It's only a little gash. They have their chat and he's like, I do like you. Which, fucking how old are you? This is why I can't watch Love Island, mate, because it infuriates me watching people like have these stupid conversations on TV. Um, Not that I know that Love Island is like that. It's just how I, in my head, this is Love Island. Yeah, same. I think along with Jacques, I also like his dad Sam. I like Sam. I have put that in. Yeah, and and Sam's very much like all oh, nice to Eleanor, and then he says, "But I'm not letting her off the hook just because of some waterworks." <laughs> so he's really suspicious of her still, yeah. which is which is brilliant. Anyway, after that, Sam joins Sean and Carl's little love story on the jetty, and Carl calls him up on the fact that he might, or that he called him the killer earlier on.
1: I, I thought this is quite funny because I, um, Sean and Carl sat on the on the jetty. Yeah. And then she turns around and goes hi, like this as you see some legs. Yeah. And I thought, it'd be brilliant if fucking Bruce sits down now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't see who it is, do you? <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Just pushes them both in. Pushes them both in and chucks off. Uh, it's not fucking
0: Love Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you notice as well? So they, they cut to uh, Carl being in the counsellor's office or the diary room or whatever it is. And he explained to us what a triangle looked like. <laughs> <laughs> because what? Me, Sam, and Sean were in a we're in a triangle like this, and he holds his hands up in the shape of a
1: triangle. So to say. Oh, I didn't write that down. <laughs> oh, that did make me laugh. Losing my touch if I didn't see that. Us three are like this triangle, like this.
0: Carl is going all in on Eleanor, and then changes his mind when Sam tells him about Rob. So, yeah, Carl, Carl's like, "Oh, Eleanor, Eleanor, Eleanor," and then Sam's like, "Yeah, but but what about Rob?" And then I think Carl changes his mind. So is he just incapable of making a decision, I or so. like I don't know, you just cover all bases, I suppose, don't you? And just go, yeah, they're suspicious too. The second activity, then, back at Lake Pleasant. This time they're playing paddle brawl. Mate, that looks nails. So it's two teams head to head to win clues to the killer's identity. It's basically football or basketball on paddle boards. Yeah, again, it
1: doesn't suit everybody. Well, not at all. On there, on the show, so much so there's a, probably a gif you can make you could probably loop that looks like uh, Jacques is being electrocuted. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> he's literally like stood up and when he's trying to find his balance, he's literally going like Oh, it's fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> Warren claims it's all him. And after him saying that, I was expecting
0: him to be the one that falls in the most. No, absolutely kills it. He, he was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. Bobby says, oh, finally, Rob does something.
1: Oh, finally, Rob does something. And
0: because <laughs> okay. Rob actually picks up the ball and then as soon as he's got it it falls off and that was so
1: sus again wasn't it it was but it, was like, it, it wasn't like like he had done it by accident it looked sus
0: yeah it looked like he's grabbed the ball and, and, thought, oh, and then gone I'm taking oh a dive. shit yeah. <laughs> it was so obvious yeah yeah Rosie then calls out if you are the killer can you please kill Warren tonight bit of foreshadowing that
1: <sighs> mm. yeah I didn't write that down because obviously yeah I did hear it but Yeah, I didn't think about that. I had a bit of a rant
0: here, and I've already had a rant about him, but I ought to correct something that I mentioned in the last episode that Carl was a bit like Mark Wright, and I've put he's really not, because actually I don't mind Mark Wright that much. I do question whether or not we've seen Carl on something before, and I don't think it's The Apprentice, but he reminds me of someone that either was on The Apprentice or Carl himself was on something similar, like some reality show before or something. Because is it just because he's that Towie sort of person and that's. Maybe. He's just so, so familiar. Yeah. Anyway, Warren wins the clues for his blue team, and we see another Eddie Gordo move off the paddleboard this time. Eddie Gordo. Rosie starts calling out Warren because he worked really hard in this team to obtain clues. I mean, clearly it's just because he's competitive. Uh, It would have been one of those, like, she's suspecting him. Rosie's calling him out because she thinks he might be the killer. We know by the end of this episode that he isn't, but it's one of those, like... Whether the killer gets the clues or not, I don't think it matters that much. I don't think this challenge gives us much of a bearing who the killer is. So, Warren's not acting sus by being good at this. He's just fucking good at it. Yeah. Well, he's, he's athletic,
1: quite yeah. like low center, center of gravity. It's just, it suits him down, doesn't it? So.
0: Definitely. And, and Holly's getting fed up. She's, I get it. She says he's cocky and all that sort of thing, but he is really good. And Holly should be grateful because she's on a winning team. She gets mm-hmm. one of these clues because of Warren. Anyway, before they read out the clues, Jacques calls out that it might be Sam, based on last week's clues. Tattoos, artistic, rocker, Avril Lavigne, Thai green curry, vegan. Vegan. He said rocker, and then he did the devil horn symbol when he (laughs) mentioned Avril Lavigne, which did make me giggle a bit. But Sam was the one who read that clue out. So you can't link that to Sam was the person that said the guilty pleasure was Avril Lavigne, so then they can't go back and say, "Oh, Sam looks like he li- looks like he like Avril Levine, Because if he does, then he'd have to lie. It's that?
1: That's true. Yeah. Why didn't he just say, "Oh, the
0: the killer likes ABBA." Yeah, the killer likes classical music. Exactly. So Jacques getting suspicious on Sam based on that clue that doesn't work. It mm-hmm. might be Sam, but it's not because of that Avril Lavigne cl- that Avril Levine clue because that was read out by Sam himself.
1: I've got some in here. It might be seems like it's the same sort of time five out of ten surely that's a red herring
0: right so these are the additional clues that we found last time bearing in mind that one of them might be a lie Jacques tells us the killer had sex on a balcony before Mm -hmm. who hasn't i haven't (laughs) (laughs) apparently sam is rampant warren tells us that the killer rates himself a five out of ten Rob tells us the killer's worst quality is talking over people. Holly tells us the killer used to do taxidermy. So, yeah, that five out of ten one, that is, I would imagine... Because they're all obviously asked a load of these questions, aren't they, at the very start?
1: Yeah, all of them are. So
0: someone's gone, what would you give yourself out of ten? And they've all given themselves a number. But this person, a five out of ten, I think, is someone that has just said that, but they probably... Like, no, they're better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then Rob would Rob give himself a five out of ten? He's better than a five out of ten. That mustache is ten out of ten. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. The taxidermy has thrown me off completely.
1: Yeah, but if if it's if that's true, yeah, not it might be true.
0: Could be true. Yeah, but it might not be true. Holly Holly might be the killer, and that's that's a lie. But then we know now that at least taxidermy or stamp collecting is true.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Rob suggests trickling these clues out to others in the camp. And Warren, fair play, says, why don't we change a couple of the clues? So there must be something in this, then you know, the fact that they have to answer questions to remain safe later on. I just wish we knew. Because otherwise, what advantage would you have to keeping those clues? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we next get the workout video, Sam commenting on Carl and Warren always taking their shirts oh off. Oh my god. And Rob being used as a bench press weight.
1: This is so so like, scripted, it's cringe.
0: Oh, it is. It is. They used me as a weight, but none of them have a tash as good as mine. He is right there where he says no one's got a better tash than him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I rank that more than muscles.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I do definitely because I've got no muscles and I've got facial hair. So... <laughs> Touche. The lads start sharing information and when they talk about the killer having sex on a balcony, Sam openly admits to having done that. Which is the second time he's done this. He's also mentioned Thai food. He also knew who Avril Ravine was. I don't think a killer would do that. If no, you were the killer, but... there is no way you would say No, I
1: don't that's what I mean. Like I think he's he, he probably has done anything. So Yeah. It's fine. Just being honest. He's just being honest, yeah. Yeah. But if if he was the killer, he would never say those things. No. no so
0: exactly. in my opinion, he is the only person that I could confidently say Sam is not the killer. Mm-hmm. What I did notice that, I mean, fair play if Sam is the killer because he's double bluffing, that would be amazing. Carl says, What's that like? He asks about what sex on a balcony is like. Wait, what's that like? Is that quite public? It's quite, it's quite liberating, mate. Like, you can just look out and experience a view. Now, you wouldn't ask that. In that Avra Levine thing, he did the same thing, didn't he? Who's Avra Levine? He's always asking a question to throw them off the but set. Is, is it because
1: he's dumb as fuck? <laughs>
0: That's what I've got. Is he dumb or just playing dumb?
1: <laughs> there's one thing asking who Aval is, but then there's one asking what sex on the balcony is like,
0: isn't it? Yeah, what's what's he gonna ask in the next episode? What's Sam
1: gonna say? Do you want me to show you? Like <laughs>
0: Next week it'd be like, the killer likes toast. And then he'll go, Oh, what's toast like? What's toast? I never heard of toast. How'd you get that then? Fuck you know. It did make me laugh actually straight after this, Rob then said. I just want to know what sex is like <laughs> fair play That's brilliant. and the thing is they cut when they all have a big laugh because they clearly after that they'd have all had a good giggle with him but instead they cut it so it just looked like he's just asked that question yeah well, i would like to know exactly what sex is like now i feel like i might be giving Carl a bit of a hard time already and we have i've spoken about him a lot but sam asks him about sean and he replied
1: you genuinely don't get fit girls that have got a personality like that <laughs> um <laughs> Just that sentence.
0: Yeah. Just, it's brilliant. And without wanting to offend anyone, we'll just move on. He's really,
1: really like hurt the fact that Warren's even talking uh, to her.
0: He really, he's he's got his backup, hasn't he? And it's just, I don't know. This episode just seems to me, in summary, Carl is pissed off of everyone. Yeah. Everyone's offending Carl. It pissed me off. And I think he did that because he likes Sean, she picked me. And he just didn't like it anyway we finally get to the immunity challenge uh, activity and i say finally because it's i I'm just not interested in carl and Charles' relationship at all until it plays a big part in this game an axe to grind and basically have to throw axes at people's photographs until there's one left at the end with no axe in it that person's then granted immunity and can choose another person to get an immunity woggle too bit of drama through this challenge jacques goes first worst time to go um, is you have to go for someone. Like when there's fewer yeah. faces left, you can just say, oh, there's only three to pick from. But at the very start, Jack's got to make that
1: decision. Too.
0: Anyway, hits first time and, and gets Very Elena. easy. Very easy, isn't it? Bam. Real
1: good shot. Yeah. Like he's done it before. Oh, Or maybe knew it was happening.
0: Yeah. Carl steps up and plays tactically and goes for Warren. And that's a piss take after yesterday. Warren's cool about it though I just feel sorry for him yeah he's wiped out just like that
1: there goes our bromance
0: Carl claims it was a selfless act as Warren's face was too close to Sean's. bollocks mate it's because you're scared of Warren because yeah. he's gonna steal Sean, or he's just gonna be better than you yeah he's such an all-rounder that's all yeah. that was he's taking yeah he's definitely
1: yeah definitely there's I've got a note here just bro I think there's just a lot of bro's Bro talk.
0: honestly especially after later on when they're sat um i think they're Disgusting. sat on a chair yeah, yeah, later yeah.
1: on and he's going what
0: what do you mean bro come on bro oh honestly bro it's like it's such a passive aggressive word yeah oh um i don't want you getting upset well i am bro <laughs> yeah yeah warren then gets his chance to get back at carl but he misses <laughs> Sam takes out Jacques. He thinks Jacques is the safest person in camp. Jacques is out. Sean tried to take out Rob, but misses. Then Rob gets her back, but misses too.
1: He says he's so like the safest person in camp, but like look, again, we don't know what that's based on.
0: No, and that's it's yeah, random. yeah, that's true. See a bit of a montage. Sam is taken out. Plenty of misses. Rob is then taken out, and Rob takes out Sean. Fucking have that Carl. <laughs> Warren then gets his comeuppance and takes Carl out and Holly and Rosie are still both in it and one of them is guaranteed immunity. Bobby plays a very clever game here and says that they could make an immunity deal.
1: Does anyone want to strike an immunity deal? Oh yes please.
0: And Carl says I'll leave the one person who says they'll give Sean immunity. Oh and Rosie takes the deal. Carl wipes out Holly. And he now thinks he's her knight in shining armour. Yeah, what well done, well done, Romeo. I know. Anyway, Rosie sticks to her word and chooses Sean to be granted immunity with a fair play for keeping to her word. But I actually wanted it to be Holly. Do you, do you know
1: what I, I, I'm i like... I'd love to happen now. I'd love for Sean to be the killer and Carl... To be in the final and lose it because of Sean.
0: Mate, I have literally got a bit later on when we discuss Killer, I have got that I would absolutely love it if Sean has just been playing him yeah. and playing him and playing him. And she takes it all the way to the final and she beats him. And then she's just like, psych! I would absolutely <laughs> love that. More Sean and Carl romance. And I know we need all this just because of the way it's going towards the end. I actually wouldn't mind. Imagine in the next episode, it's it's a walk between them two. Them two have to go and face play the Killer's game. she's obviously not taking part in the challenges at the moment so it's a bit shitty that she gets immunity as well she didn't even I know she didn't mean to cut her leg but it's a bit frustrating that she can't play the killers game anyway Warren's pissed off Sean asks Carl if he feels threatened by Warren no I don't feel threatened by
1: him at all but I'm not sure that I trust him (laughs) it's like
0: well you you definitely are (laughs) Warren does confront him fair play and here we go (laughs) they both thought they were bros oh bros (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You've just torn off me strikes, mate, and I thought we were bros. And mm. I thought we were bros up until the point today when we was down by the lake, and you yeah. said you fancy charm. Just felt to me like was we bros, or was you about to? snake me pretending we were right i've got nothing to hide from you bro it's all clearly about sean honestly and the next scene is great i think of the whole episode the next scene is brilliant because a few of them are talking in the cabin and the killer approaches and bangs on the glass
1: oh that should be it. happening loads shouldn't it yeah i said i said that i love that they should be yeah they should be haunted by bruce a lot more
0: yeah we should see him at least two or three uh times an episode mm. even if it's just in between like hidden they don't necessarily see him but we see him in the background or something
1: like that or well, they, they, yeah, they see him in the distance or something. Do you yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. I mean,
0: or like things are, you know, there's rattles on windows and things like that. Just
1: the lights going off or flickering or yeah. Definitely power cuts.
0: See, we could make this show better. Yeah. We'll give it some credit. It might be well, better need, in season we, two.
1: We need, we need what like giving them proper fear. <laughs> <laughs> but I think sometimes, like you know, give me a break. I think you snore when you're really, really tired. <laughs> oh, whoa!
0: They get dressed up into their character outfits and head to the campfire. I do like that they get
1: dressed up into their. I do, but I gear. just can't do with all the fake running, all the slow mo. No, the montages. Running. Yeah. Like Baywatch. Yeah. And it's like we said before that the music department just thought, right, we've got all this money. Let's just buy every eighty song possible and we will ram it in, even if it doesn't fit.
0: Yeah. They're at the campfire and Bobby reveals that Carl and Warren are playing the killer's game. Now we're talking. Before we get into where the show jumps the shark, I was gutted that Carl wasn't taken. He's going to be a Kristen type, I think, for me. Probably lasts a lot longer than he should. Just bullet dodging constantly. Yeah. I need to choose the words right for this next bit because I've seen some shit on TV. But this might be the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. And there are probably people listening to this that aren't actually watching the show and just listening to us. So we need to describe what happens. So feel free to chip in. But I've got the scene lasts for probably up to three
1: minutes. And Warren and Carl go their separate ways through the woods. Yeah, I, I still like this build-up with um
0: yeah, th- with oh, Bobby
1: like telling the story. Yeah, narrating this sort
0: of fake story. And the segues, last episode, were brilliant. And yeah. the fact that the head is cut off by razor wire, no issues with it whatsoever.
1: It wouldn't be a campfire without a scary story, right? I'll tell you one. So they're walking through the, they're walking through the forest, aren't they? And they go separate ways. And I think there's one shot of Warren, and they can't see much because he's li- literally doing like karate. <laughs> is he? Because he can't really see. So he's got his like fists up. Oh, like, he's actually doing, like, fighting sk- his way through the woods. Yeah, yeah, because he can't see. So he don't know what's in front of him. Brilliant. Like, these like few minutes is like a proper standout moment in the episode for me. But the, the way the builds, the music is like timed perfect. And even Bobby's
0: storytelling, where he's <sighs> going, and Warren comes across a clearing, and in the middle of that clearing, is a statue, a Greek god, that represents fertility. And then he goes, and it's just completely ruined, he goes, that had a big fucking dick. (laughs) It's big fucking dick. And it's like, Warren got closer to the statue. He saw the words underneath that read, phallus and (laughs) Pallas. Like, what's going on? And you can see it from a mile off, Pallas and palace, and the fact that this statue has got an erect penis. Yeah. Now, rather than the statue falling on Warren, which wouldn't have been that bad, or the dick shooting a poison dart, which, again, as mad as that sounds, <laughs> wouldn't have been that bad, we see Killer Bruce once again pressing a big red button. Again, pressing a big red button. And this time, the dick shoots off the statue goes into Warren's eye hole right through to the back of his head and then (laughs) even like balls deep or something I'm sure he goes right down to the testicles so you've got the dick poking out the back of his head at this point suddenly
1: the dick on the statue in a cloud of smoke splat Up to the testicles.
0: Bruce picks the dick up from Warren's face and cleans it with a rag. And I guess the, the only saving grace at this was that Bobby even says, it was the craziest story that I've ever heard. <laughs> and I thought, at least you're acknowledging that it's fucking in mental. Like, it's like yeah, absolute batshit.
1: It was the craziest story I've ever heard. Carl returns.
0: We get some dirty dancing music, and Carl and Shana reunited. Bobby does make me laugh at the very end,
1: though. He says, "Look on the bright side." It's a new pillow for Eleanor. He, I think uh I don't know if it's uh, Shana or Carl says. I don't know what I would have done. I think it's probably Shana <coughs> saying that to to about Carl. What if he back. hadn't come back? Where well, you'd have yeah. been going next week? <laughs> but like again on this whole dick killing. Oh God. <laughs> um. This is episode two. Like how, how <laughs> yeah. uncreative can you be that you think, right, we're all out of ideas. We've <laughs> used episode one. We've done the we've done the uh segue with the razor wire. That was a good one. What what we got? And then just some apprentice in the boardroom steps up and goes, How about a dick shooting through someone's eye? <laughs> it's like, come on, that's like that's season eleven, but like, not not season one, episode two. <laughs> It does really make me wonder where we're gonna be. Oh, I don't know what happens. Believe, like, do you know what I thought was gonna happen? I thought there was going to be a clear, like, like a clearing or something. Like yeah. it was, and then like he's he's gonna have to walk towards something, and then he falls down a pit. Oh, that's an immense or a net grabs him or something like, or like yeah, just falls down a pit. And makes, yeah. or like, or like you say, like he puts his foot in a rope, gets strung up, and gets his throat slit or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like something to do with the forest, the fact that you can't see that well, and like I said before, like those bits for me in they are the best bits of the of the whole the whole show. Show like the fact that Bobby's like speaking about it, you can see it happening, the production value, yeah, the suspense is perfect, the mm. music's perfect, and then they ruin it by the worst death, worst death scene I've ever seen. I think on anything, yeah. But it's, I think it's also like, come on, Bruce, like actually do something. Like you know? going,
0: Yeah, attack him from behind or
1: something. Imagine if he pressed that button and then one of those boats blew up again. He's like, oh, fuck, I picked the wrong remote <laughs> up. Like, I'm fully expecting, oh, what, what remote has he got in his hand this week? You know, that's yeah. what he's coming to now.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. He will be using the big red button again next week.
1: Like, you look like a killer. Like, I've said before in episode one, as a killer, he's fucking perfect. Yeah, it's great. He looks like an absolute psychopath.
0: It's just an electrical engineer
1: at this point. He's not, he's not an inspector gadget, is he? clearly yeah that really annoyed me but like more disbelief like are you fucking kidding me episode 2 you've got this show based on a killer based in a camp like even just just watch other horror films and just rip off kills that's all you have to do you know and it it wasn't it wasn't a funny kill it was embarrassing kill embarrassing yeah I think you're right embarrassing for the like the production company that did it not you know not embarrassing for Warren that got a dick through his eye if if I was Warren they said right we're gonna shoot this dick through your eye I'm like no, you're fucking not. <laughs> I'd rather just, like, get hung from a tree or something, <laughs> just please. Just say I quit. <laughs> yeah, just say so I got lost in the woods, never to be seen again.
0: Look, like we get to see uh, we get to see next time, and apparently the tables are turned as we see them voting for the killer around a campfire. And apparently there's a massive plot twist. At that point, they show us a police car driving towards Bruce. If Bruce turns out to be Officer Doofy at this point, I'm going to be really pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Onto your thoughts, really. I mean, Warren being taken... We Still don't know how they get chosen for elimination, but is it because he's the biggest threat winning all the challenges and things like that? Because he is bloody good at everything, or maybe on... they do
1: vote then, maybe they do vote. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we just uh, yeah. don't see that. yet. we just don't see. I'd just love to know the fact that he is the biggest threat. Maybe, um, people voted against him,
0: or was it because, the... <laughs> because he called the killer a right weapon in episode
1: one? Wish well, he used a weapon, Fucking... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know, I keep going on, it's really annoyed me. Like, this is, this is uh, like, you get annoyed by Carl. This really annoys me. The fact that if the killer was rubbish, then fine, whatever. But, like, what a wasted opportunity.
0: Mate, here's, here's the thing. If the killer was one of the campers and they had a remote and they had to go in, off their separate ways and one of them hits a button, mm. accept that because they could have set it up and now they're using a remote. Exactly, they've literally yeah. got a killer who could tie someone up, who could chase someone. Who could, they could do all manner of things, and yet they're still using remote-controlled dicks.
1: Yeah, but I don't, I don't see why they picked that. Like, is it because it's meant to be like, oh, you know, it's funny. Dicks are funny, you know? Or people be talking about this kill. It's like, no, people are talking about it for the wrong reasons. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, this should be the, the three minutes in the show that you show that it's a horror film. Like, yeah. you're set in a horror film. yeah. Because the rest of it, like the game show of it, the the romance of it, the slow motion, the 80s, like you watch any like 80s movie, because of the low budgets at the time and they're pushing it out, like all the kills are absolutely disgusting mm. in, like a, in a good way.
0: Yeah, you know? I think that's I think it, it completely undermined the whole episode as well. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it wasn't a terrible episode. It was as good as episode one. You know, it was it was on par with episode one in terms of what the content <laughs> it had, and then that ending meant that it just dropped to one of the worst things I've seen.
1: Yeah, I want to see Warren gutted or something. You know? Yeah. Well, mate, you can dig a hole. You can dig a hole and put some spikes in, then cover it back over with leaves. Of course you could. And all's got to do Warren run into it, and you could film that easy. Warren on the floor with a, a pole through him. It's easy, isn't it? Easier than getting get in the dick through the eye. Throw him for a wood chipper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He stumbles into a wood chipper. I'll take that. Yeah. Anything. I'll take a well-placed rock so he stumbles into a wood chipper. Yeah. Because I want I want to see Bruce, like, I want to see Bruce as a killer. Like, not in the shadows. I want him, like, three inches away from your eyeballs, like, stabbing something through it. You know? Yeah. And I know that's not, you know, it, it is a, it's not a family show at all, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they can get away with being
0: quite... Mate, they got a rocket dick. They could literally disembowel someone. It would be
1: fine. Well they had Nuri with his head head like yeah with blood coming out, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like Bruce should be fearful and he's not. No, he's not. You know? Oh well.
0: Before we talk about the killer, we ought to discuss what we know about them. Although we need to remember that two of these things or up to two of these things could be a lie. From the last episode, we learned that the killer likes Thai food, art, Avril Lavigne, stamp collecting and Danny DeVito. And now we know a bit more that they've had sex on a balcony, rate themselves five out of ten, talks over people and does taxidermy. Sounds absolutely crazy. But again, one or two of those could be a lie. For me, I was convinced that Rob was the killer, but now mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. And it's largely around that length of rope. I'm yeah. sure that was done Sat.
1: to him yeah. on purpose. same. same. I've got a suspicion. Do you want to say the name after three?
0: You want me to say my name? As in... And I'll say,
1: I'll, say, I'll say the name I think at the same time.
0: So I'm certain that it isn't Sam. Okay. Way too open about the things that he has and hasn't done. And I don't think that the killer would do that. No. I do have my suspicions on Carl because he's always got something to say about every clue. And I'd also be wary of Sean, since she could be all over him. Like, exactly as you mentioned earlier, that it would be great to see that she's all over him. But actually, it's just to, you know, get the tough guy on her side.
1: Yeah. The only thing, a problem with that is with her, um, her leg and not being in some games. Makes me think, like, if she was a killer, would they have pushed that a bit more? I don't know.
0: Or maybe. I'd like it to be someone quieter, like Jacques or Rosie or someone like that.
1: I want to, it to be Holly.
0: Yeah. The outsider. Yeah. Is that who you're going to... So, yeah, yeah. That's who I was going to say, Holly. because yeah. you saw,
1: always see her and she's always putting effort in, and she's criticizing
0: other people that don't yeah. necessarily
1: need to be criticized. She was the first one in the mud, and also, I don't know. I think, I think you'll see. her. Yeah. I think it's going to be. I think it's Holly. I'd be happy if it's Holly. See,
0: I, you know what, I've got who I would like to win, and I, I would have liked to see Warren win it if he was still in the show. Mm. Obviously, not anymore. Sam and Holly, I think, are my favorites. Yeah. If Holly, if Holly's the killer and wins, I'm more than happy uh, with that. Definitely. That would be great. And to be honest, same with Rob. If Rob is the killer and he wins, I wouldn't yeah. mind him taking the cash. Absolutely great. I'm not sure there's much more to say. Have you got anything else you want to
1: add? I would just love to see Eleanor with like every time, every week she stays in or every episode she, she stays in. Yeah. She just adds another pillow. <laughs> it, it, and if she is the killer, then it's just, it's like, it's like her, like their tally, Yeah. Her tally chart. Yeah. Yeah, that would be superb. All right then. Nothing else to say
0: other than hopefully we don't get impaled through the eye socket by a statue's erect penis
1: between now and the next episode. I'll keep my eyes shut from that one.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for another episode of Killer Camp. In the meantime, Visit jasonandmike.com for more podcasts and videos, or come and say hello on Twitter. We're at Presents Jam.